The Isle of Og, written and narrated by Michael Tibbetts. Unsurprised and ever-charming, Staramet listened to the owl's awkward introduction and looked pleased, welcoming the delighted Solly into his underground abode. Solly found the fox's manner easy and relaxed, saying he'd come from the forest to seek the fox's counsel, explaining that he had a mutually beneficial business proposal that he wished to put to him. You must understand, sir. I come here not seeking charity, but to offer you a senior position within the forest, (laughs) to put you on the forest council as my top advisor. I will, of course, provide you with your own private offices designed to suit your every need. Offices favourably situated near the centre of the forest, next to the most prestigious of cypress trees, said Solly, trying to impress. Ah, oh dear, said the fox kindly. Now that I would have to refuse. You see, I have no need for work or employment, plus I'm happy here. This house is my office, my base, and for me, my only place of residence. Oh, oh right, said Solly, looking deflated. The fox quickly replied. However, Having said that, you're not to worry, Solly, as I think it's a wonderful idea, and I think we can work around it. I'm sure that together we can find a satisfactory solution, where I provide you with all the help and advice that you might ever need, without ever me having to leave my abode. Oh, ah, um, well, thank you kindly, sir, replied Solly, looking worried. But respectfully, I I don't see how that would work. You see, I require an advisor to be at my side. <clears throat> Someone who I can trust and uh, rely on. Someone who I know will... Yes, yes, I understand that, interrupted the fox. And I can still provide you with what it is you seek. Looking sympathetically towards the owl, he continued. My dear Solly. All you need to do is pass me the facts and details of any cases you might have, which I will then carefully consider before I pass on my judgment and counsel. Then, if you so wish, you can choose to accept my advice or reject it for your own. That way, your position within the forest is maintained while my privacy and anonymity remains undisturbed, said the fox, smiling reassuringly. But I don't see how that would possibly work, (laughs) especially if you're not in the forest or able to be at my side. (laughs) You live such a long way away, and to be frank, I don't think you realise how many decisions I have to make on a daily basis, the majority of which usually require a more than urgent response. There you go again, Solly, troubling yourself with all the specifics. 
but I assure you, you've no cause for worry, my friend, said the fox. This is what I'm good at, so leave the details to me, Solly, for I have access to a secret and hidden means of communication, a way that will allow us to easily converse, making my proposal entirely workable. All I ask from you is a little face. Let me assure you, it will seem like we're in the very same room, talking just as we are now. Solly paused, trying to hide a sceptical frown as he waited for the fox to explain. Staramet smiled sweetly and laughed. <laughs> it seems to me, my friend, you need to be introduced to more enlightened forms of communication. As I can see by your expression, you're still not convinced. So I'm asking you just to trust me for now. That's all. Solly, still unsure, thanked and praised Staramet for his kindness and help, determined that when he got back, he'd let everyone in the forest know the truth about foxes. It's time for old, outdated forest laws to be repealed. <laughs> yes, I'll rally support. When I get back, I'll tell everyone how selfless, kind and benevolent an animal you really are. But Staramet raised his hand calmly and carefully stopping the owl. The fox, after a moment's silence, said, My dear, dear Solly, I'm a private individual who doesn't crave attention or fame. Instead, I actively shun it. I don't really want the bother of making new acquaintances, but I'm not stupid. I'm also aware that most of the forest animals are afraid of me that only a few in your forest will ever really trust the red fox. Solly interrupted, saying, No, 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 we can change that. They'll listen to me. I'll alter their perceptions and have all the old laws repealed. Then together we can make new ones, <laughs> where necessary. But Staramet continued on. Come, come, my dear old friend, let's be sensible, let's be wise. No matter what you say, there will always be those who, for reasons of prejudice or hate, will not ever want to listen to a fox. But I can see, Solly, that you're different, that through your wisdom and knowledge, you can see through the old dogma and superstitions, that you see the real me not an infamous antagonist in fanciful tales of old which only the ignorant believe. You see before you a fox, a fox and a friend who wants nothing more than to be of service and help to everyone on this island. Smiling, he continued, All good friendships are based on trust. And I know, having met with you today, Solly, that we too can become great friends. Like brothers, even. Brothers that trust and help one another through times of difficulty. A bond that will be made only stronger through our mutual alliance. Quickly and enthusiastically, Solly said, Oh, yes, 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 I, I do. I, I already trust you, just like a brother would. <laughs> Staramet pausing only for a second to nod at Solly's kind words, continued on. I know all the forest animals already believe in you and see you as their master, 
Solly, Solly the wise, Solly the respectable old owl. So why change that? There's absolutely no need to speak of me. If we keep our partnership secret for now, who can it harm? Surely it can only benefit everyone. And I'm happy to serve you for as long as you wish. To be your hidden helping hand, if you like. Think of me as a torch held aloft to guide you and those in the forest through any dark or difficult times. Solly nodded, as he could see the wisdom in the fox's words. Staramet, gesturing towards the distant forest, said, As you yourself said, the whole forest will benefit from our secret alliance. Together we can combine our knowledge and wisdom to become a force for good, providing the fire of enlightenment for everyone to see. Indeed, said Solly, enthusiastically embracing the idea. We can bring in a new age, be part of a new order, where together we will be the torchbearers of light and wisdom. Not just in the forest, no, 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 but throughout the whole of Og. Well put, Solly. I couldn't have described it better. See how we already think so much alike, said the fox, smiling. Solly didn't need any more convincing. This was better than he could have hoped for. He would remain the forest sage, never having to worry about becoming old or forgetful able to ask the fox for help and advice while still holding on to his power. What could be better? Clearly, Staramet desired only anonymity, allowing Solly to freely take the fox's advice and pass it off as his own. To his delight, this meant that the owl could cement his rightful position at the top of the forest for many years to come. After having made detailed arrangements to meet up with the fox, Solly flew back to his office. That night, he started work, this time without the usual dread, but with a happiness in his heart and a renewed spring in his old wings. Everyone that night remarked on how young Solly looked. Was he in love? But Solly just puffed up his feathers, looked wise and said, Right, right, let's get on with it. Who's in need of my wisdom tonight?